I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Maria and Lane Cook. Uh, Maria and Lane, they're, they're two traveling ICU nurses, which I think this is going to be very cool to talk about um, some of that, but uh, currently sort of searching for financial freedom through real estate. So I think what I'd love to do is go ahead and let you guys kind of tell your story. Um, as I said before we started recording, start wherever you're comfortable uh, and kind of let us know what, what brought, to, brought you to where you're at, and then we'll kind of dive into to wherever it takes us. Sure, sure. We are super excited to be here. Thanks for having us, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You want me to start it? I thought you were about to help Okay, so we'll start with me because I kind of gave Lane the bug early. So um, our story, we're going to start in 2015. Both of us were recently graduated from nursing school. Um, for us, that was a level of security that we honestly hadn't known. We both grew up um, in kind of, I wouldn't say poverty, but not with extra money. Uh, you know, we had everything we needed, but not, not a ton not extra. Not wealth or generational yeah. wealth or anything like that. Um, our parents at the time growing up didn't own the houses we lived in. You know, we were renting, stuff like that. So graduating nursing school for us was like, okay, we, we are, in 2015, our starting salary was around like $60,000, $65,000. And that was, um, you know, uh, giving us a life of where we can buy a home, we can buy cars, you know, we can have like at what's necessary. And in that same year, um, I bought a house first and Lane and I were just friends at the time. We were working together at the hospital and he was like, what are you doing buying a house? Like, why would you do that right out of school? And I was like, well, I think that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know what else to do with the money. Um, and quickly, I, I rented out my other rooms in the house just because I was a single female at the time. And it was a three-bedroom house and um, found that I was actually making money off of what's now termed house hacking. I didn't know that at the time. Um, just rented some rooms to my friends and eventually talked Lane into doing the same thing about six months later he bought a house um, and began the house hacking process yeah I had, I had a bigger operation than her I had <laughs> I had quite a few friends in there <laughs> helping me uh um and yeah, for the next the mortgage. Yeah. for the next I would say about four years our our good decisions had stopped there we kind of um, went straight into the life of living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I had got a new car along with a new house, um, credit card debt, going out to eat way too much, spending too much money on clothes. We very much settled into a living paycheck to paycheck lifestyle yeah. um, that all the way up until we, when we got married, we got ended up getting married in the beginning of 2020. Uh, February 29th, 2020. So we like to think we had the last party before the pandemic. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the majority of our wedding, we actually put on a credit card and we just didn't realize how our bad financial decisions that we were making yeah. um, until 
I guess, around May of 2020. Yeah. Um, so we ended up going to travel nursing and we, you know, three to four times uh, X our income. And we saw the debt we had and how long it took us to pay off even after doing that four times. And we realized like how big of a hole we had dug ourselves into and that, that even with increasing our income four times that it took us, you know, quite a longer than we would have anticipated to dig ourselves out of that amount of debt. And so um, we just uh, stayed committed to, um, you know, not wasting this opportunity. We, we saw it more as an opportunity and we, we stayed committed to not like inflating our lifestyle with our income. And, uh, and you know, we were kind of already in the real estate game and I'm pretty handy and I, I used to work on houses and stuff. And so um, we were like, all right, well, we'll, you know, we'll start renting your house out uh, and doing, doing this right and run it like a business. And, um, you know, with our extra income, we've, we've been able to acquire properties rather rapidly, I would say, probably accelerated our, our um, kind of goals by at least five years, you know, just having that extra income over your expenses is, is, is amazing. Um, like it, you, you can't even speak to it almost. So um, we just uh, acquired properties and we're at, uh, we're at four rentals. We're under contract for a new primary and then we'll have five rentals and then our primary residence. And something that happened along the same time as this, so we, we mentioned that we began travel nursing in 2020. So what we do is we move somewhere for about three to six months at a time and then move on to a different contract. And because um, we had increased our income, we were able to take a month or so off in between contracts, which was super eye-opening for us. We were like, oh my gosh, there there's a, another world where we can take a month off of work and Get to go home and spend it with our families we took off um, a month around the holidays which never happens for nurses you know we're usually working on christmas day and i think it all kind of started to sink in that we were we were making good money you know even back home and then especially now with travel nursing but we were exchanging like time with family and time with each other and kind of our sanity when it comes to icu nursing you know we do work 12 hour shifts, but it makes it for like a 15 hour day. And so we kind of started putting the pieces together where like, if we could get enough rentals where we weren't doing this, you know, we would have so much more time to give each other, our families back home. Uh, we just realized kind of how much, how little time we had to actually spend with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that all, there's, a, there's a lot there that I think will actually be really great to talk about. And I, I didn't mean to interrupt if you wanted to. No, okay. No, I, I just think you, um, well, I guess a lot of it sort of hits personal to me because sim similar things, right? Like I'm a veterinary surgeon. I, I grew up without money. We, I went through all of life, college, vet school without money, went through my, my training to be a surgeon without money, and then came out and suddenly was making like way more money than I ever thought like which is to some people's probably not very much money but I was like it to me it was kind of amazing and yeah. but it's you, you sort of mentioned the you know the mistakes that you might make when you get to that point right where you're like instead of realizing okay I've been living at this amount and now I feel like I have to live at this amount you know, you get, you fall into that lifestyle creep or whatever, you know, whatever people want to call it, but it, it, it is a, it is a, 
easy hole to fall into, right? Because nobody teaches us any of this. No, and in, in school and or before recognizing that, and especially you know people that aren't don't have the ability to to hit that kind of income increase. You know, it kind of takes you back when you do hit it. You're like, oh my gosh. But then think about, you know, people just getting raises, you know, here and there, like think about how easy it would be to, you know, get that new car, you know, that, and it would eat up that whole race or, 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 you know, the patio furniture, the, you know, the new kitchen table or whatever it may be. It just, it, people sometimes I think um, it just kind of consumes them a little bit. Um, you know, they just take chunk away at their, their income and they don't think about, uh, you know, what that means for their future and their time. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a fantastic point. You don't, you just don't think about what you're, you, I think people think, and again, I'm saying this because I did all this, but like, I think people think I here, I, I made it to this point, I'm making more money, like I worked hard to get here, why should I continue to sacrifice, but what you're actually doing is sacrificing the future. Yeah, yeah. we right. see that much in the medical world too because it is I mean it's just a stressful environment you know uh, we see you know residents that go through their fellowship that finally become attendings and then just blow all the money because they're like why well, sacrificed eight nine years of my life to do this I, I it's my time to enjoy it and yeah instead it's like oh my gosh if you just buckle down for a little bit you can have so much more time on the back end of things and right right it's just and that's not, not a common thing that people think about yeah, I, yeah. People don't think about it. We're not taught it. I mean, you, you know, you, you guys know you, you, your nurses. That's a, a high level of training. None of those classes are on financial literacy. Same thing for me. Like none of the classes in vet school are on financial literacy or entrepreneurship or business. Shit. There's nothing. There's nothing there to teach you what to do when you get a little bit of money. And so people don't know what to do. They just do kind of what you're told, the standard like, oh, I should contribute to my 401k or an IRA or whatever. And then you just kind of spend the rest. You find you find the ways to spend the rest. And so I think it, it's, it's really cool what you're doing. In really quite a short period of time, you went full circle, right? Like you, <laughs> you house hacked, which is a good thing, right? That's a good sort of, start to real estate investing then you sort of fell into that lifestyle creep of you know where you were uh maybe not doing the smartest things with the money that i think almost everybody does at some point in their life but then you figured out oh hey wait a minute like if we work hard i guess you can say sacrifice for a little bit then as you were saying it the, the rewards of that in not too long of a time can be tremendous, especially if you're you're using it right and investing in real estate, right? I mean, would you agree that that's kind of the what struck you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, and, and when when we say sacrifice, the you know the sacrifice was not doing the lifestyle creep. I mean, I honestly, we still have a good good late like work-life balance and you know we we do travel you know we're traveling nurses so fortunately it enabled us to do that and so just saying you know that's enough we don't need yeah. to buy new things and and spend all of this money let's just let's do it frugally as frugally as we can obviously traveling gets expensive but um you know with the amount of income that we were we had at our our disposal you know it would have been very easy to to, to not use it um uh, in a way to acquire assets or, or something like that. So, 
Right. And we've got the RV to live in because a lot of travel nurses get stuck with the, you make more money when you go to higher cost of living areas. And so a lot of, you know, a lot of nurses will take jobs in San Francisco that makes the most money, but then you also have to pay for that Airbnb in San Francisco and it just eats it all away. And so early on, we actually did one contract without the RV which was a month long. And then we were like, okay, we need to figure out this living situation where we can like cut those costs down as much as we can. Because if we can somehow save all the stipends and not have to pay the high cost of living, then we'll just have that much more that we can invest with. Yeah. I, I, and that's, I was, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I think people think, oh, I don't want, you know, I, I earned this. I don't want to sacrifice blah, blah, blah. I kind of think what you guys are doing is pretty cool. Like it, it, it may look to some as sacrifice, but what are you, you're like, you're traveling around. You said you, you took a month off whenever you want in between these things. Like that's a pretty good life. Why? And it's like, you haven't been doing it that long. Like you haven't been investing that long. You've just, you just made a few shifts, some very, very smart shifts, but not, not like, crazy things that that are impossible for people to do you know live i mean it it sounds so simple but like that's genius don't pay for an airbnb or a hotel or the flights all of that right if that that's just going to add to essentially your income by not having to you know fund those expensive expenses by driving around and, and living out of the rv which like it's cool you said you were at the at the coast the other day i mean that's like yeah being able to just do that and have because because it's not i the podcast isn't hasn't been on that long but we've probably i don't know 40 or so episodes recorded we just released the 27th one today not one person when i talk to them has ever been like now i have this giant bag of money that i can lay on like that's <laughs> not nobody's looking for that right? Yeah. It's just, you're, you're looking for financial and time freedom. And yeah. you kind of already have it. Yeah. I right? mean, we're definitely well on our way yeah. to where we want to be. So, yeah. And so what is, I mean, what, what is your goal? What is your goal to net, you know, stop working as nurses is your goal to you know, keep doing that, but, but also have passive income. What, what have, what are you sort of, or maybe you haven't completely nailed it down yet? Yeah. So it, it started off like in the beginning where we just wanted a, additional income. We wanted to add passive income to our nursing jobs and um, kind of a crucial piece that happened in our story that I haven't mentioned. Um, I was getting my doctorate in uh, to be a nurse practitioner um, I had done three years out of a five-year program, and then in 2020, they postponed my program for two years, which was all that I had left in the program. So basically, it postponed my graduation for four years, um, and at that point, we we made the shift where we were like, okay, we want more control of our, our financial life. Uh, you know, we don't want a decision that's made somewhere else to set us that far back. Um, so we've now kind of transitioned to we want to become what's called work optional as soon as possible. So we want to replace our nursing income with um, real estate income, rental income, 
as, as quickly as we can. And so what that is gonna look like for us um, is I'm gonna continue working as a nurse for a couple more years, but Lane actually has about three weeks left. Yeah. And then he'll be full-time in real estate at that point. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna go into uh, flipping. Uh, I'm gonna try my hand at flipping. We've got um, you know a good nest egg and we feel comfortable with our market and, um, and definitely my ability. Uh, I'm gonna do, you know, I can't label general contracting because I have to be licensed, but uh, all of the unlicensed work and then we'll, you know, I'll uh, subcontract out the, you know, anything that requires licenses and stuff. And so um, I guess the, the means to an end is just more freedom with our days. And once we start to feel that, I think we'll know when we're, you know, we, when we've kind of reached that point, we never set like really a number because that's hard to do, you know, with like inflation and you know um you know our, our i guess our goal is to just like kind of live a a little bit of a modest life travel a little bit and have some freedom over our days you know our kids if we have a child or when we have a child if they're sick we don't have to go into work we can cancel our plans and so just having more control over the the direction that our day has to go or can go is kind of and and whatever that number is we don't know you know, I, I think we will once we hit it, you know, but right now we're just kind of keeping it, keeping it pretty open-ended. Um, we're both motivated. So I don't think that motivation will get in the way if we don't set like a specific number or a goal, but um, so that's kind of where we're headed. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I think, I mean, you know, a lot of people that are, I think it's important to have goals, but I think that sometimes when you put an exact number on it whether that's you know dollars of passive income per month or units under management or whatever it is you know people set these goals and I, i've done it too where it's it, it almost becomes it almost makes it harder to get there by saying oh this is my <laughs> this is my end goal that's that's attainable but you're sort of it's it's making you maybe lose sight of the steps in between and, and not enjoy the process. So, you know, if your if your goal is now, I guess some people would argue that flipping is another job. So it's not, you know, it's yeah. certainly not as not as passive as other things, but it's a good way to get chunks of income. And then, you know, whether you turn that into more passive income, or, you know what I mean? It's just uh, that's essentially why we're doing it. it it's just going to center, be center, synergistic with um, kind of our model. Like we're, we're um, I guess our path is defined, whereas it's short and long-term rentals. Um, and we're kind of stuck on single family right now. You know, we might move into small multifamily. We're not, not really even looking at, at commercial or, uh, you know, large multifamily yet. Um, so right now it is um, kind of our, our path is acquiring single family um, homes that produce income. Yeah. Yeah. So and flipping, you know, uh, synergistic to that, I'll be able to, to get them, you know, ready to rent. Um, and then we'll pull some of the cash off the sales back to buy, you know, we might end up purchasing a lot of them um, that I flip and turning them into rentals. Right. Yeah. You, you, it gives you multiple exit strategies, right? You can, or, and, and you can know that going into the purchase of the property. So if you look at something and you're like, mm, this one doesn't work great as a, a, a rental, but it, it will be a great flip 
you know, cause it's going to come down to the market and, and, you know, all of that. So I, I think it gives you, it gives you options. And that, I mean, that's one of the best things about real estate is, is it, it give there are a lot of options, right. And you, you just listed off a bunch of them and it's probably not even half of them, right. There's so many different ways that people can get involved in, in real estate investing, you know, on an active level or a passive level. So it's, it's pretty cool what you're doing. I, I really, um, I think it's awesome. And I think it's, it's cool to see, you know, I really like hearing about people's journeys and what, you know, sort of what brought you to where you're at and kind of what, what do you see as your future? So I think that's um, a very neat story. And, you know, hopefully, I don't, I don't know, Marie, if you, if you plan to eventually stop nursing or if you plan to go back and get the PhD and just kind of always keep that as a, as a option, as you said, work optional, uh, you know, and that's kind of, I, I think, as a traveling nurse, like, isn't it cool? You just only take jobs in place you want to visit. You're like, hey, I want to uh, be in Hawaii for six months. Let's just take a job in Hawaii and hang out. Like, it's <laughs> there's so many options there, and you can get paid to be there. It has really changed our tolerance for jobs that we would take. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But instead of being uh, focused solely on, is this going to pay me enough money? you can focus more on, is this a place I want to be? Do I, you know, we haven't, we haven't tried this new area <laughs> vacation wise. Let's go. Let's, I mean, I've done that on a small scale with, um, I used to do some marathon running and stuff. So I would pick races based on just a, a place I wanted to visit. So I'm like, okay, I, if I'm going to train anyway, I'll just go run someplace that'll be nice to run. And so it's kind of like, you can, that's, that's for maybe a long weekend, but you can do this on a much larger scale this way and, and have, uh, you know, like I said, be getting, getting some income while you're there. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's COVID been for you guys? Oof. Probably terrible. That is our, um, that's a loaded question. Um, that is the reason that we are kind of up in our timeline of going home and starting Lane as a full-time real estate person and flipping is because I don't think we can do another six months. The fifth wave of COVID is kind of it's hitting us hard. Yeah. So yeah, we, uh, we did a lot of work in, uh, New Mexico, uh, the Navajo nation, the, the native population there, um, just kind of poor health overall. I mean, from a, you know, epidemiological standpoint uh and they got hit pretty hard and it's just been busy it's just a, it's a different kind of work um you know you're you're masked up you're gowned up and and you know it's there's, just yeah. there's not a whole lot of evidence behind it all yet and there's just been a lot of a lot of bad things you know yeah. so um we're just kind of gonna get out of it for a little while definitely yeah. take the toll on us i mean yeah we talk about the long 15 hour days and it's not, we've talked to some family members that are like, oh, but you only work three days a week. And like, we would love to do that. And I'm like, our 12 hour days are insanity. Like it's, you yeah. know. And plus we've got the real estate stuff on the side too. So we've kind of feel like we're working, you know, two full-time jobs or 2.5 full-time jobs. So yeah. um, we're just trying to decrease a little stress and just, you know, see where life takes us a little bit. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I really feel for, um, you know, nurses and, and MDs and things like people in, in the human medical field over this last 
whatever it's been 18 20 months now it, it's i feel like there's going to be a lot of ptsd and yeah it's uh it's kind of brutal and i i don't i don't envy that i i i i'm not surprised to hear that a lot of people want to get out because i think it's i think it's real rough uh to to just keep getting hit with another you know you, you probably thought oh it's <laughs> it might be over soon and then you know another wave comes yeah. and it's, yeah. it's back the delta I mean, variant is um it has only pretty, solidified pretty our you know our big why as well i mean we we want to be able to work and help people but not at the expense of our own mental health and not having to do it to eat not having to do it to pay bills yeah. and you know it, it just completely changes the job and the requirements and different things that are being asked of us right now if we don't have to do it yeah so it's absolutely yeah. It's only solidified the reason that we're doing everything and giving us more motivation to to have that exit strategy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you sort of you sort of beat me to the punch, but um, as the as the name of the podcast is Know Your Why, and maybe you just answered that question, but um, I would love it, you know, if uh, if either of you want to kind of expand on on what your why is, and I understand at at the moment probably feels like it's a strong enough why just to kind of get away from what's going on and you know yeah. in medicine uh but i would guess that probably there's a, a a future why too you know sort of i think there's there's the the negative drivers and then the positive drivers of of why so um i don't know if you if you want to kind of expand that'd be awesome yeah absolutely so our our big why behind everything, I mean, comes down to time for us. It comes down to not having to work night shift, not having to be away from family on Christmas, you know, being able to take more than one week of vacation a year because that's all your employer allows. Um, we got more than that, to be fair, but yeah, well, like three, well, two or three. You know, yeah. a lot of employers only allow the one week a year and depending on what we would do, yeah, it's just we wanted a little more control of our time and our future time. And we don't have children yet, but they played a big part into our decisions and you know, wanting to just simply go to basketball games or different events. I have an eight-year-old sister that I can't tell you how many things of hers that I've missed because I work 12 hours a day and my shift isn't over until 8 p.m. And just it kind of put everything into perspective for us that we were missing a lot of a lot of big events, a lot of birthday parties, a lot of holidays and things. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, with with what we set up, our, you know, our rental properties, whatever the flipping is, you know, every new decision we make, we're, we won't say yes to unless it gives us more time. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a great theory. Uh, Another thing too, it's just like, I, you know, I continually ask myself when I wake up, I'm like, okay, if you could have the perfect day, what would it be? And, you know, it would be to wake up and decide what you want to do that day. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, you know, you got to stay motivated and keep a direction. And you do have to do things that you don't want to, um, but you can choose things that excite you. Um, you know, I get a team up with my wife in, in an investing journey and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, spend more time with family and stuff. And so just kind of waking up every day and, um, and decide, having control over your day. I mean, it's, it's time freedom. And I think it's like everybody, everybody has a, a little bit of a different uh, spin on their why, but I think almost every person I've talked to in some 
in some way, time freedom is part of that. Yeah. Right. It's it, there's there's been a very common theme, and it's like you know we we just you just want that control, right? You just you don't want to be told <laughs> that these are the hours that you work. This is what you have to do. You know, it's like it's easy to work long hours and work hard if you're excited and motivated towards what that's you know how that's benefiting you. So um, yeah, I think that's that's really cool. Um, Maybe so, a why for that I've noticed for Maria is she I think with the Instagram she kind of runs the Instagram and I think she likes like sharing this knowledge with people. It's exciting for people like to to like better their lives and you know um, as far as like the Instagram and like networking and stuff and sharing like kind of what we're doing. Um, I feel like she gets a lot of fulfillment about like just. And I do too, but I don't, you know, I don't do it. I, you know, social media is a little more difficult for my, my brain to, you know, understand like how to reach those people. But I have all kinds of conversations with nurses that I work with every day, you know, like, listen, you know, you, you don't have to work like this the rest of your life and you can, you know, you can, you can earn your time back. Just, you just got to be smart about it. Yeah. So it is, it is kind of funny once you sort of have that light bulb moment where you figure out hey, wait a minute, this works, this really works. And then you just want to tell everyone. You're like, <laughs> you're like you just want to tell it like, no, no, don't do, don't do that, do this. This is, this will work. Like it's- They're like, uh, wondering if you're crazy or not. Like, right, right, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people think I'm, they're just like, stop talking about real estate. I'm like, no, this is gonna save my life. Like this is literally gonna save my life. And if you listen, it could save your life. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. I think that we have absolutely lost it. Like they're like, what are you guys, you're living in the RV and, but, but you make good money, but- you're, you're nurses. You're driving a, like a 2012 Impala. And like, we just don't really understand what you guys, but you own six houses. And they're like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's all genius. Like it's, it's like people don't understand it, but like the reality is you're doing it exactly right now. Yeah. Like yeah. that's it. Like it's, you're, you figured it out. Like you unlocked the, the, the magic, whatever, you know what I mean? It's just, you now figured out how to take your life back yeah. and yeah. anyone can do it. Yeah. Like literally have, anyone can do this. You yeah. just have to figure out kind of how money works and um and, and and how it can work for you like honestly that's the biggest it's yeah. just if something requires a little amount of action and it has a high return a financial return i guess or monetary or time return whatever it is then i mean you, you've made it like, you just keep doing that you just keep doing that same thing over and over again so yeah yeah i i uh yeah <laughs> i can't i can't get my hands on money fast enough to invest it Right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to buy anything except for assets now. I'm like, I just paid off my truck. I'm like, I'm never buying another car. Like, it's just like, <laughs> now I'm, now that I'm like figured it out, I'm like, if I just, if I just hit this really hard for like two or three years, because even in a year, I've, I've noticed a huge difference in like what we've been able to do passive income. Like if I hit this really hard for two or three years or five years, even like, then guess what? Like my kids are young. I'm not young. My kids are young. But this means that in a few years when they're actually doing the things you talked about where they're like, you know, they're playing sports, they're doing uh, recital, whatever it is, I don't, I don't care, whatever it is, I will be there. Yeah. Right. Like I, like I already, like I will be there and I will know that I have the power to say, no, I, I love what I do. I don't want to stop doing surgery. Like I love that. 
but I love my kids more. Right. Yeah. That's and, it. Like, and, and also, it doesn't it excite you to like just tell people about that so that they yeah. can do that for themselves. I mean, that's. Yeah, I feel like I probably annoy some of them, but it's a, <laughs> if I if I can reach a couple people with that, you know, with with the excitement, and and they're like, yeah, maybe this is, maybe maybe he's onto something, and it's like, it's not just me. Like I'm talking to people all the time on the podcast. Like the the you guys have figured it out. Like people have like there's lots of people that have figured it out. Look at what they're doing, and just do that. Yeah, that's one of the biggest barriers we see when we do share it with people. And we just like want to bang our head against the wall. They're like, well, you know, I'm not very handy or, you know, I don't know anything about houses or, yeah. and there's just so many avenues. And they're like, they I could, can't run a background check. And I'm like, don't let that stop you. Yeah, like just these like little barriers. You don't have to, you pay $30 and someone does it for you. Like it's very yeah. easy. Or I don't have enough money, which is a very hard barrier for people to get, get over. But we are, you know, right now we are like, getting over that hump we mm -hmm. know that we can find money like we have no issues about it like there's it, it's there you just have to talk to the right people network and and find it so. yeah yeah you, you just have to believe that it you just have to believe it yeah. and you can believe it because there's a bunch of other people doing it too yeah, yeah right so it's not like you, you guys are doing awesome stuff but you're not doing anything that like has never been done before. I'm not doing anything that has never been done before. Like this is, yeah, maybe we all can put our cool little creative spins on it, but like, it's the same thing. It's real estate. It's been around for forever. It's how people have, have built wealth and financial freedom forever. Like that's, that's how it works. And it's just, it's as simple as taking a few steps and getting started. So um, yeah, I'm, Obviously, you can see I get excited about this. But, yeah, but, no, uh, we, we, we get to be here all day with you talking about, yeah, just <laughs> excited. I mean, that's a lot of our conversations. Yeah. I don't know. And um, that's if we talking about us not being the first. That's exactly what we did is we read books from other people who have done it. We listened to podcasts from other people who have done exactly what we wanted and just made the same decisions. Just really right. copied them, did the same thing. And yeah, it's all there. There's a recipe out there for doing this, like just just do that. It, yeah. it, it is very, it is very uh, accessible at this, especially with the internet. I mean, it's, it's all very accessible. Um, all right. So this one, I mean, I guess it can be real estate related, but the, the this question is, and, and you can uh, please both in, answer independently, but basically um, tell me something about yourselves that maybe isn't common knowledge, uh, special skill, a hobby, you know, guilty pleasure, whatever. <laughs> Whatever you're comfortable sharing, uh, that that maybe uh, will let people get to know you better. Oh man! Well, uh, <laughs> I think I knew this was coming based upon listening to your last podcast. Um, I, we kind of already used it that I'm going to get out of nursing, I guess, and start flipping. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty pretty handy. I did, uh, uh, you know small remodel jobs mainly like finish work trim flooring stuff like that um so uh, i don't know that's your secret yeah i guess nobody knows that about me let's see what no, is someone they're getting know? ready to find out when i start flipping yes yeah. <laughs> they're gonna know soon yeah something relatively random um i'm a published author i actually did um a research project in 2015 with a group of uh, friends in my residency from nursing school and our project kept getting picked and picked and we were moving on to different levels and it's published in the British Medical Journal now. Awesome. 
Awesome. That's uh, that's really cool. That <laughs> that may be the that might be the only. Well, I won't say. I don't know if anybody else has has published articles. I have some published articles, but I don't I don't know that any uh, of my other guests have have that in their in their pocket. So that's pretty cool. I I some people don't like that question, but I think it's really cool to hear what people uh, you know kind of have yeah, <laughs> outside like of real estate. I like that. Yeah. Um, how how would you like people to reach out to you? You know, when they hear this and they want to talk to you about how. Uh, how things are going, how would you how would you like them to reach you? And we'll put it in the show notes. Probably our best place would be um, on Instagram or Facebook. We are on there as No Coast Investing. Um, and that's where we kind of share where we're at with, you know, different investing things we're doing, different tips that we've learned, um, just kind of our updates with where we're at. So reaching out on there, you know, via messaging or just um, we have an email on there too. Whatever questions you have, we we our, we have a huge goal of helping as many people as we can start getting passive income. So I try and answer every question I get um, as best as I could. Cool. Um, and okay, final question then is what, what piece of advice would you give to people that are maybe, uh, you know, sort of in your shoes a few years back when, when you were just getting started? What, what, what advice would you put out there for, for people to, to help them, you know, kind of get going? Mine would probably be to start with education. Um, stop buying the books and just read them. <laughs> I know I had a stack of like 10 books that I had before I actually was like, okay, let me start looking into this. And as soon as I started listening to podcasts, reading books, um, you know, Lane finally got me to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> and then uh, I read Set for Life by Scott Trench. And both of those were kind of the roadmaps that we were just talking about. I was like, oh my gosh, this is very doable. They, these were not crazy things that they, they did. So um, I would say start with education, figure out what other people are doing and just copy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just uh, from like a financial standpoint, I think once you hit that education, you'll, the rest will will fall into place like obviously there's tips like you know decrease your bottom end and increase your top end you know if there's a job or a promotion you're going for just you know if you can't do it for you know your career or whatever do it for the money you know i, I just kind of take that leap and and uh uh you know some people don't have as much of an ability to, to save money so sometimes you just have to cut your expenses and uh, yeah yeah you either I mean, probably best if you do a combination, but you either need to decrease expenses or increase income. Yeah. And then take- Especially at that point that we were, where we were, you know, not able to save, you know, what, what do you, kind of what do you do in that situation? It's yeah. the only two options. Yeah. You just have to figure out something to get it going, right? You need, you need, you do need some money. I, I hear <laughs> there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of things that get said in real estate, like, you can do this with no money. Well, you can do it with no money of your own, but you can't really do it with no money. No one's just going to give you a house. So it's kind of, there are, but there are tricks, right? There are ways to do it. There are ways to find investors. You you can, there's a lot of ways, but, but yeah, it's just, um, you know, figuring out whatever strategy makes sense to you and, and then just getting started. So maybe that is a plan. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just uncovered it. Just come up with a plan and stick to it and go yeah. for it. That is too vague for some people, but 
buy a fourplex with an FHA loan. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it. Like, or, or house hacking. I mean, you did, you did that, right? Like buy something, get a bunch of roommates, have them pay you, make yeah. money for the house that you own. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not rocket science. Like it's not, it, this is not crazy, hard to figure out stuff. It's just a matter of, you yeah. got to start you're probably going to have a little bit of sacrifice in the beginning, but like, ultimately it's going to be well worth it for the rest of your life. And <laughs> my advice always is like, start young, start, start as soon as you can start, because time is definitely your friend when it comes to, you know, sort of compounding through all of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was, that was really great. Um, thank you both for, for being on the podcast. I, I love hearing your story. I'm excited to, you know, kind of see, we'll get you back in six months or a year and see, <laughs> see how the flipping business is going. And yeah. you know, how, how things have grown since then. Hopefully at that point, we'll be talking about how you don't have to deal with COVID patients anymore and all of that. So we'll, um, we'll, we'll stop here, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you both took the time out to, to talk, to talk. And I, I really wish you the best of luck. Yeah, we are. We're glad to finally be able to catch up with you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much and everybody have a good day.